I'm Sarah. And I'm Emily. And this is Sisters Take a Side on a coincidence or a really terrible hitman. You decide. Hey, girl. Hey. Um, okay, so before we get started this week, um, can we talk about our new favorite podcast for a we second? We have to. We have to. So these two sisters have just started binging No Ordinary Women. If you haven't heard it yet, oh my gosh, run to your podcast app. Um, each week, Lynn and Rose discuss extraordinary women, the good, the bad, and the bat shit crazy. Which you know which, we're all about. Absolutely. Yeah. So we have been loving their podcast so far. Sarah, what is one of your favorite episodes you've been listening to? Okay. So I'm probably a psychopath, but I, I mean, like to like <laughs> listen to episodes out of order of a new podcast. Just because yeah. I love to see, you know, like what's going on. So I just listened to the one on Typhoid Mary. Have you yes. listened to that one yet? I, oh, you know I've listened to that one. Please. Oh my gosh. Probably my favorite so far. Mm-hmm. Um, these women are just, they're so funny. I always come away from an episode feeling like I was just having coffee with a friend. Love it. Um, yeah. So highly recommend them for sure. Awesome. Great. Yeah. So guys, we think you will love them too. Um, so check them out wherever you get your podcast and be sure to follow our friends, Lynn and Rose on social media. You can find them at no ordinary women pod on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. So check them out. Welcome. Hi. Happy recording day. This is now the 10th time we've tried to record this. It really is. Fam, we took a break for the holidays. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Everyone listening. Happy 2023. Um, So we took a a little breath. We took a little breather. Um, We needed it. We have still not released this podcast (laughs) as of... (laughs) January 7th, 2020. What are we even even doing? What What are we doing? doing? I don't know. I can tell you there's an Instagram account in the works. Girl, I told Sarah she had to be in charge of all the social media because I don't want to read anyone's mean comments. Great. So, yeah, no, it's a really good idea to put that all on me. You're more emotionally stable than I am. (laughs) So you're going to do great at that. (laughs) Do really good. That's okay. Um, That's okay. With a new case. We're back with a new case. We are super excited. I don't even know what we're talking about today because you wouldn't tell us. So it's been so fun keeping you in the dark. I am so been on pins and needles. So why don't you just dive in? Tell what are we talking about today? Well, let me set the scene for you. Please do. Okay. <sighs> Deep breath. Listen to me. Getting ready to go. <laughs> I should probably cut all of that out. Um, I like sound like I'm about to like do like a high jump off of a diving board. Okay. Here we go. I don't – what is happening? Um, <laughs> okay. Can I start this episode? Please. We- while oh, waiting. <laughs> okay. The reporter at the Houston Chronicle was under a lot of stress. It's October 2000. And the Chronicle had just run a story on the tragic and mysterious death of Mary Morris. Ooh. Mary had been found murdered in her burnt-out car just a few miles outside of the city. Jesus. Yeah. 
So there's no apparent motive, no witnesses, and no suspects. So this poor reporter is wrapping up their day at the office, and the telephone rings. Mm -hmm. And on the other line, a man's voice says, they got the wrong Mary Morris. (gasps) What? Do you know this case? I don't. You don't know this? No, I don't think so. Okay. So let's... Let, let's start on October 12th of 2000, right? So this is before this phone call to the Houston Chronicle. Okay. So Mary Lou Morris, who's 48 years old, she woke up. She got ready for her job as a um, bank person. A bank person, <laughs> which is great. Um, I, well, I, like a bank teller. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Okay. So she was so, a bank person. Work person. Got it. Um, So she said goodbye to her husband, Jay. She walked out of their home in a suburb of Houston, Texas, and she got in her car and she drove off, heading presumably to her job like that. She had no other errands to run. Her husband's assumption was that she was going to her job. So, but she never made it there. So later that same night, a passerby called 911 and reported a burnt-out Chevy Lumina in an isolated area three miles from Mary Lou's house. Mm. So the car was just completely destroyed. Um, It had been set on fire using some kind of accelerant that burned low and slow. So this wasn't gasoline, nothing like that. Like they they knew immediately this was like a different kind of accelerant that was used. Mm. Okay. Um, Mary's body was found inside the car and identical, 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 and identifiable (laughs) only by tooth fragments. What? Um, Yeah. The medical examiner couldn't even determine a cause of death. So, I mean, this is just, this is just really bad. Like, this is not not good, right? That's bad. Yeah. So there's no clear motive for this attack. And Mary Lou's personal belongings were all accounted for except for her wedding ring. Okay. (laughs) So after the funeral, Marilyn, who's Mary's daughter, did realize something kind of important. She realized that she never got her mother's jewelry back from the funeral home, you know, that they used as part of the funeral. So she calls up the funeral home and she's like, when can I stop by and pick up my mom's things? Mm -hmm. And the funeral director is like, no problem. Come by any time after her funeral. (gasps) And what? that's how the family realized that another Mary Morris had been murdered. Okay. okay. I have a question. Tell me everything. Do we know that the Chevy, this Chevy Lumina, that is definitely the car that Mary Lou Morris drove? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. It's, it, was, it was her car. Her belongings were in it. And her body was found in it. So like her driver's license, like her pocketbook. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like there's no one who thinks that this is not her car. This was her car. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm following. So that brings us to Mary McGinnis Morris. So on October 16th, so mind you, this is what, four days after Mary Mm -hmm. Lou Morris is murdered. On October 16th, 2000, Mary McGinnis Morris had just left her office building where she was a registered nurse for a pharmaceutical company. So, like, she basically did, like, the corporate wellness thing, right? Um, and it wasn't a day that she normally worked, but she was there to give her friend and coworker, Lori, an allergy shot. 
So she leaves the office and she drives to a local pharmacy to run an errand, pick something up. And while she's there, she actually calls Lori back and tells her that some guy, quote, is giving her the creeps, unquote. I mean, okay. okay. So Mary leaves the pharmacy and she realizes she needs to go back to the office to turn off her computer, to which I say, excuse me, what? Why? Okay. What a weird time, I guess, 2000. So, and, and this is like, this is horrible. Like on her way there, she makes a really chilling phone call to 911 during which she shot to death. <gasps> yeah. Ooh. So her body was found several hours later in her car with the passenger door unlocked. She was bruised and had clear defensive wounds and her wedding ring was missing. Mary McGinnis was found just 25 miles away from where Mary Lou was found only four days after the first murder. That's a little creepy. (laughs) Okay. So I want you to – why was she found several hours later if she was shot on the phone with 911? That is an excellent question. (laughs) Really, Adam, does it? I – that is – I don't know if like, what? I don't know. <laughs> That's a great point. This is this just bad research on my part? I don't know. But that is an excellent question. Or okay, did nine one one? Could they not track phone calls like they could? Hey, that they, was they gonna be the next question. I don't know. In, in the year of our Lord two thousand, I don't know how that. You got to think. Like she, it's not like she was on an iPhone, right? I have in no idea. Do they have iPhones in two thousand? I don't think so. It was before nine eleven. What does 9-11 have to do with iPhones? Well, I'm just thinking, like, I would have been I would have been in fifth grade in 2011. I mean, 2000. Okay. Remember mom had that, like, ridiculously large Nokia phone? That yeah, was, like, but the size mom, of, like, I'm sorry, but Liz is not on the cutting edge of, like, Apple technology. I would not expect... <laughs> Mary Lou is either. Like, <laughs> don't you talk about Mary Lou that way? <laughs> saying, like... Just and it's saying. Mary McGinnis. Okay, we're talking about Mary McGinnis here. My bad. Okay. So here's what I want you to do. Okay. I want you to Google a picture. So I want you to Google the murders of Mary Morris, like murders, plural. And you're going to find a picture. I want you to look at a picture of these two and tell me what you think. Murders of who? Of Mary Morris. Sorry. Have you been listening to this podcast? I'm sorry. Excuse me. I I I pulled up the Google machine. Of Mary Morris. Oh my God. I'm sorry. Are you one? bored? I'm sorry. I'm sleeping. <laughs> All right. Okay. So I want you to. Morris murders morbid. Yeah. So <gasps> do you see a picture? You, there's like the most common picture you'll find is like a headshot of both of them. Do you see that? I do. Okay. Um, Tell me your initial thoughts. It could be related. Like, I mean, one is definitely, you know, older. Yes. Yeah. So Mary Lou is 48 and Mary Morris is 39. I mean, they could be like mother-daughter looking at these. They look alike, though, don't you think? I mean, I could see a familial comparison, but, like, I wouldn't say that they are, like, dead ringers for the other. Okay. Okay. In this picture, I mean. Oh. The car. No, stop reading. Stop reading about the case. I'm going to tell you about it. Jeff, get off yeah, there. Sorry. <laughs> God. Okay. So unlike the Mary Lou murder, 
right? The mm-hmm. first m- murder. There was actually some obvious like suspects in the in this case of Mary McGinnis. Um, so the first one is Mary's coworker Dwayne. So according to Mary's friend Lori, so this is the same friend that was like getting allergy shots, right? Mm-hmm. Mary was afraid of this coworker Dwayne after an unsettling incident a few weeks prior to her death. So basically, what happened? What I can gather, and like the sources are like kind of differ on this. So this is interesting, but Dwayne says that there was no problem between the two of them. Well, of course not. But we- <laughs> not but- all Dwaynes, but my money's on Dwayne. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Well, allegedly. <laughs> okay. Wow. Gonna get us Sorry. to. Um. So Dwayne says that their relationship was fine. Mary Morris's friends say that. Mary had reported Dwayne like to their company for mm-hmm. some unknown reasons. And he was at risk of losing his job. Dwayne claims it's the other way around. He had reported Mary for like improper <gasps> behavior at work. So I think that's really interesting. And okay. And I just have to say this, like, so the day that Mary died, right. She was at her office on a Saturday, giving an allergy shot to her coworker. Okay, like, so yeah, the, I'm curious about that too. Like, I didn't want to interrupt too much, but like, so what? again, I'm not going to accuse anyone, especially someone that's not here to defend themselves, of like doing something a little shady. But like, if that's true, that is that would be outside of her normal work responsibilities yeah, to be giving 100%. this person an allergy shot on a Saturday, right? So, and that's basically what Dwayne claims is that like he reported Mary for that kind of behavior. Mm. So. Okay. But according to Lori, so this is an allergy shop friend, Mary, a few weeks before she died, walked into her office and found that like her things had been rearranged on her desk, including one of her family photos had been turned upside down and the words death to her had been written on a notepad, to which I say, yikes. (laughs) Well, (laughs) I mean, again, not all Dwayne's, but... It's not looking too good for Dwayne right now. Our guy Dwayne is not looking great. So after this happens, Mary tells her husband, Mike, that she's scared of this dude at work, right? And I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Are you texting right now? I'm sorry. No. Okay. Well, guys, let's just take a pause while Sarah finishes her text message. I'm so sorry. That was so unprofessional. Who was that? Are you ready to tell the world? No. Okay. Great. Well, this is my sweet boyfriend. He's calling me. Oh, I'm sorry. You could cut all of this. I'm not cutting any of this. No, you have to. <laughs> no, nope, I'm not. Okay. Um. God. Okay. So this. Oh, I just hit the mic. Wow. Um, okay. Who's should we just delete about? this entire episode? I'm, I'm, no. <laughs> okay. This so your best one yet. Wayne. <laughs> Dwayne's going to fucking sue us. Okay. Um, Okay. So Mary tells her husband, Mike, that she's like scared of this guy at work. And she asks Mike for a gun to again, which I say, excuse me, what? So Mike just casual, apparently, according to Mike, (laughs) Mike just casually gives her a gun. And is like, sure, babe, no problem. You're scared of this dude at work. Here's a gun. She puts it on the driver's side of her car. And this is, this is the same gun that's used to kill her weeks later. 
So I just have to pause here. I don't even have a pause in my notes here, but I just have, I need you to imagine for a second. I go to sweet, sweet Tomothy and I say, Tomothy, love of my life. I am scared of this man at work. And he says to me, no problem. Here's a gun. Can you even like, who are you and what did you do with Tomothy? Can you even imagine a world in which? No, I can't because I know your husband and like in no instance would he be like, here you go, babe. Like what? What? I know other people who would say that, but I, (laughs) Tomothy is not one of them. Okay. But do you think that's a normal response? Don't you, why, why are you a mic apologist? I hate. I mean, no. Stop it. I don't think it's. There's too many. There's too many questions I'd have to ask. Like, does she know? Has she? Does she? Can she handle a gun? Like, no. He just. Yeah, he had to show her how to use it. He had to show. Okay, so then, like, probably not. Like, if if I were Mike in this situation, I probably would not do what he did. Okay. Great. Well, I'll sleep a little better at night. No, I was not handing out guns to people. Okay, great. Um, so cut to me the next time I try and take a little sprinkle in the car. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay, my heart just like dropped out of my body. Because for the record, Sarah doesn't own a gun, and I would no, never I let my children around. I would never. Oh my god. Own absolutely a gun. not. I'm just joking. NRA, really don't bad joke. Us. You don't want to sponsor us. Okay. <laughs> oh, sorry. Okay. Continue. Okay. So now, so all this is happening, right? So now I just have to say, this is like the legalese. For the record, Dwayne to this day denies that they had a strained relationship. He denies that he wrote death to her in her office and he denies any involvement in her murder. And it's actually interesting. I listened to an interview with him. It was actually really good. And he's been actively involved in trying to solve this case um, and probably to clear his own name, right? Because he seems like a little, little suspicious. So Yes. That's our guy, Dwayne. So then at this point, the police look at their other suspect, which is Mary's husband, Mike, of course, Mm -hmm. like gun toting Mike. So Mike was at the movies with their daughter during the murder, but the police were suspicious that this could have been like a, you know, hitman hired him to kill Mary kind of situation. Mm -hmm. So the Unsolved Mysteries episode that I watched about this said, (laughs) this is, I just hate this, said that the police first started to suspect Mike because he asked for a lawyer when they wanted to question him. To which I say, no, girl, get you a lawyer always, always. Like you want to ask me about a traffic ticket? Lawyer. You want to ask me what color the sky is? Lawyer. Okay. And they also he also refused to take a polygraph, which they thought, again, was suspicious. And again, to which I say, no, like that is your right. Like, I'm so, what do you think about it? Would you take a polygraph? Yeah. So, like, I mean, I think Mike's a true, Mike's a fellow true crime aficionado. Like, he knows. <laughs> he knows. He's like, I know. I know. I've watched enough Keith Morrison to know that, like, I can request a lawyer. Like, it's just yeah. right. Would I ever take a polygraph? God, you know what's funny is I think about this question all the time. See, I think you time. would because you're a people pleaser. Like, I, I mean, truly, seriously, like, I think you would be like, oh my God, sure. Okay, fine. I <laughs> think that's the thing is I think I would too. Yeah, and you would. I, you know, I don't know. I, it's funny that you asked that because I do think, I think about it all the time. 
I don't little, know. I mean, little Sprinkle has some opinions little, about little that. Little Sprinkle. You can hear, I can him hear that. He's crying like, don't in do the background. Rara, don't take a polygraph. <laughs> Would um, you ever take one? No. For for this exact reason that like number one, they're not admissible in court, so who cares? Number two, what if you fucking fail it? Like I know. I just I'm like an anxious, nervous person that like there's every possibility I could fail it. That's the see, I, I like mean, I think I would fail it too. And yeah. Like, but see, know. but you're like a people pleaser in a way that I am not. Like <laughs> right. I would feel uncomfortable saying no. Yeah. And then I would also fail because I'm an uncomfortable, anxious person. So yeah. I'm basically so screwed either way. You're going to jail. See you later. hundred percent. Bye. Yeah. Gun toting Sarah who gives her wife a gun. <laughs> who then ends up dead yeah jail just Bye. put some money on my commissary card just start putting it away now oh i totally would you know <laughs> i would i really would so you could buy like cigarettes and gum and like nail polish i would peace <laughs> i could make a jail pizza <laughs> you know i won't last in jail without pizza okay and you would make like toilet wine i know you would <laughs> Oh God! I can't go. To, I can't go. Orange isn't my color anyway. No, you're too pretty for jail. <laughs> Damn straight. <laughs> okay. So, what are we, this is off the rails. What are we even doing? I don't, the wheels have fallen off. Please continue. I'm sorry. Okay. So the police did uncover that there was some trouble in Mike and Mary's marriage. Right. So. Mm-hmm. Mike alleged that Mary was having an affair with a family friend. This has not been confirmed by anyone but Mike. Um, And she did have a $700,000 life insurance policy, which, my God. And she was a nurse? She was a nurse, yeah. And this was in 2000. So I... Do you know what it is adjusted for inflation? No, do the math in your head. (laughs) That's a funny. Drink your toilet wine and do the math in your head and tell me how much that would be right now. Seven hundred. You're gonna consult the internet machine. Yes. Okay. Seven hundred thousand. Seven hundred thousand dollars in today's dollars would be how much? Okay. Well, this is riveting. I'm going to have to cut so much out of this episode. I'm no. really salty about it. <laughs> All right. Seven. Well, it would help if I didn't do seven million, wouldn't it? Oh, okay. <laughs> Two, three. There's so many zeros. All right. Who cares? It's a lot of money. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> this is – I can't even – So the other bit of interesting evidence that kind of points to Mike is that – Right before Mary died, um, Mike made a four-minute phone call to Mary's cell phone. So Mike claims that no one picked up this call, and he just let the phone ring and ring for four minutes and then hung up. All right. So, Again, not all Mike's, but Mike, you're looking a little suspicious. Mike's looking not so great. So the cell company has this call listed as answered. So the police are like, bruh, who were you talking to for four minutes on Mary's phone? Right. But like Dwayne, Mike denies all involvement in Mary's death. So I'm going to, so tell me what you're thinking. I'm going to stop there. So we have Mary Lou, right. Who dies in the car fire, Mm -hmm. no suspects, motives, anything. And then you got Mary McGinnis, who's got these two, the coworker and the husband looking a little suspect. 
They die okay. four days apart from each other, both in, both in the suburbs of Houston. Tell me what you're thinking. So my my first thought is like, okay, so there's this four minute phone call, and then she calls nine one one because she's shot. She she dies on the phone with nine. She dies right? on the phone nine one one. Yes. Okay. So so four minutes before she dies. Yes. Presumably she's apparently on the phone with her husband. Well, but so but he claims he, that she did not answer the call. Who was supposed to be in a movie? Who was at the movies with his daughter? Yes. Okay, that smells fishy to me. We don't like that. We don't like it. Okay. I don't like it. Okay. Um, I think I, the no polygraph and lawyer thing I, that doesn't bother me. That whatever. But I, <clears throat> I think this makes him look more suspicious than him not doing a, taking a polygraph. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, alleging that she had an affair with a family friend, I, I feel like that's a little bit of projection on my <laughs> part. It's just feeling a little, a little like, mm, a little projection-y to me. Um, I don't like it. I, I'm also not convinced yet that like these two things are related. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Well, so let me tell you, so... Let me, let me, basically, what has happened here is that the most popular theory in these two cases is like the hitman gone wrong theory, right? So many speculate that the first Mary Morris, so Mary Lou, was mistakenly oh. murdered by a hitman who had been hired either by Mike or Dwayne to kill the second Mary Morris. Right? Because the Houston Chronicle gets the phone call after the first Mary Morris dies well, they got the wrong Mary Morris. Did they get that phone call in the four days between the first one dying yes. and the... Yes. Oh. Okay. So Okay. That... All right. So that changes okay. things. Okay. okay. I'm listening. <laughs> okay. So let me run through the evidence of this. There's like two okay. pieces of evidence here. And I'll save my thoughts for the end because I want to know what you think. But so the first piece of evidence... I mean, is that this is a weird coincidence. So in a city of almost 2 million people, two Mary Morrises were killed within days of each other. Okay. So, and I want your take on that because, so this is like the suburbs of Houston, right? Like it's not Houston proper. It's like the Mm -hmm. surrounding suburbs. So, you know, of course we live in the suburbs of Washington, DC, right? So Mm -hmm. I think about it like some, like, uh, Sarah being murdered in Arlington and also in Alexandria, right? It's kind of how I think about mm-hmm. it. Sorry to those mm-hmm. of you that don't live in this area and that makes no sense, right? Mm-hmm. That like, mm-hmm. yeah, someone could say like, oh, two Sarahs were killed in Washington, D.C. And it's like, yeah, sort of, right? You see what I'm saying? I see what you're, I see your point, yes. That yeah. like, it's like a greater metropolitan area. It's not mm-hmm. like- Whatever the, I don't even, I'm not even going to make myself sound it's stupid like and guess DC how. Proper. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 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 So that's kind of piece one of, of the evidence. The only other piece of evidence is that both w- women ended up being found without their wedding rings on. So some speculate that like the hitman was supposed to, you know, take the ring to prove it was the right Mary Morris. And mm-hmm. so he like shows up with Mary Lou's wedding ring and, you know, either Dwayne or Mike, whoever hired this guy, was like, oh, that's not 
my, you know, that's not Mary Morris's wedding ring. You got the wrong lady. Mm. Right. So that's, and that's it. Like that's the only evidence that ties these two things together. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't love it. I would be curious to know, like, so we know that that Mary Lou didn't go to work, correct? Correct. So the assumption being that, like, this would have happened to her on her way to work. So in the correct. Morning. Yes. Mm-hmm. What happened to Mary McGinnis happened in the afternoon. Yes, on her way back to her office on like a weekend, like a day she wasn't really supposed to be there. So remember, she was going back to her office to turn her computer off, right? Which again, I say, what? Uh, yeah, again, <laughs> I don't like. But like, obviously, someone like intercepted her, right? And like, I and this is like, I obviously I wasn't looking for like a recording of this nine one one call. Sure. Like, I don't. Oh, I don't. No, need, no, are you no, kidding no. me? I don't need to listen to that. No. But like reports I read about it, I mean, made it very like. I mean, they came out. and They said they were like she called because she was intercepted by someone she was calling and they killed her and part on the call apparently and again i haven't i didn't listen to the call i don't even think it's available to be listened to but Mm -hmm. according to reports on it what mary said was they are going to kill me Mm -hmm. which may be relevant or maybe not And they haven't sought, like... No, these are unsolved to this day. Yeah. 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 So that's... Like, shoddy... That seems shoddy to me. Like, how how is that possible? Well, okay. So that's kind of the side that I come down on here is that, to me, both of these cases are extremely solvable. Mm -hmm. And that there are good suspects in both cases. And I think... All of us, the media, whoever, are doing a disservice and doing more harm than good to these cases by lumping them together in this crazy, dumbass, hitman, got it wrong theory, right? Like, it's so the police are looking at that instead of being like, oh, no, there's people in both of these women's lives that may have done this. Yeah, 100%. Like, that, that's what I was going to say is, like, that just seems outrageous to me. Like, right. Uh, I don't love that. I think that's ridiculous. Well, and so here's kind of, and I didn't share this at the beginning, but what I think is interesting. So like when people talk about this case a lot, people talk about the first Mary Morris. So Mary Lou Morris, they talk about her murder just as like an entryway into being able to talk about Mary McGinnis Morris, right? Because I noticed like we didn't talk a lot about Mary. Like there's way more that we're talking about right Right. now on the second Mary than there is the first. Right. Well, and so that's what I was like picking up as I was researching this. I'm like, well, you know, because basically what you hear is that like, okay, so Mary Lou inexplicably, inexplicably, what is that? Wow. Inexplicably. (laughs) I'm getting into your toilet wine. Um, Right. That she was murdered. No one knows why. Do, do, do. Let's move along. Mm. But like, she was like brutally murdered in her car and set on fire. Like that is not in my mind. That is not a burglary gone wrong, a robbery Mm. gone wrong. It's personal. That is, I mean, setting 
a car on fire with a bike. That is and as personal as it gets. I mean, you know, and I think what's bugging me is like she's only identifiable by like her teeth. Right. I mean, so she, right, right. Like whoever did this set out to make sure that this was like a done done deal. Like there was going to be no like. Right. Where, and then the second one is just, well, she was shot, which horrible. Right. But like that to me seems way, way more of like a quick, like wham, bam. Mm -hmm. Get in there, get it done, get out. Then. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. That's what I was thinking too, that like, if I was a hitman, (laughs) Emily LLC, hitman services. Jesus Pete. I, yeah. Like you would think that that's like, you go and you shoot someone and you leave, like you, right. Like you're in and out. Right. Setting fire to someone's car. I mean, I don't, I don't know. It seems. Yeah. I don't. But see, then I also think the second murder, Mary McGinnis's murder also seems really dang messy to be a hitman too. Messy. Yeah. I mean, she's driving her car and you somehow intercept her and she's able to make a phone call and call 911. Like, yeah. What kind of hitman are you, my guy? Like, if I hired you and that was the job you did, I would probably only pay you 60% of my I'm sorry, Billy, for hiring a hitman. Like, don't you want your hitman to get it right the first time? Like, I just can't. Well, I I can't. Wouldn't you fire him after? Wouldn't you find another hitman? (laughs) (laughs) That's that's an excellent point. Like, if you, if you, it's part of my language, but fucked up so badly the first time around, right? That you, you killed a completely different person. Completely. Not right in a completely person. different area, in a completely right. different car. Like, think of all the things that the hitman, not a visual right. medium, but like in quotations, hitman had to get wrong in order for that first murder to occur. That's a hundred. Yes. Yeah. And like, then, and then that the same person would be like, no problem, my guy. Just try right. again. Here, you're just gonna, right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, that just, that seems absurd to me. I don't. That's it. Unless, I hadn't thought about it that way, but yeah. Unless Mike was like, well, you know, there's a $700,000 life insurance policy, like, you know, dollar, dollar bills, like I'll just throw money at it and like, who cares? But that just, again, like yeah. Mike has kids he presumably is going to have to take care of in, right. you know, after Mary dies. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't think they're related. I think, and I think it's yeah. a huge disservice. Like, yep. Like, I would love to read more about Mary Lou. Like, I would love to be able to, like, present her story a little bit more because. Well, are you, you are just, I'm sorry, are you reading ahead, my friend? No. Reading ahead in my little I, I promise you noty notes here. Well, so <laughs> it's so funny. It's like we're sisters or something because I oh was God. thinking the same thing. Like, I just like, was like, well. so I ended up. I listened to um, the prosecutor's podcast. They have a three-part episode series on this. Um, And I thought they did a really good job because they actually reached out to Dwayne, our guy Dwayne, right? And talked to Mm -hmm. him. And they also reached out to Marilyn, Marilyn Blaylock, um, Mary Lou's daughter. Daughter. With the Mm -hmm. same thing of being like, we feel like we don't know about your mom. Like she – like. She's just used as a way to like tell this kind of like creepy story. Yeah. And so, and this information comes from the prosecutor's podcast. Um, I'll link it in the show notes, but Marilyn talked about her mom. Um, her mom was a really accomplished horsewoman. Horsewoman. I, I, is that the right? I don't, I think equestrian. Equestrian. 
That isn't a qu- isn't a guys aren't horses. Well, I don't know that she. Anyways, um, I don't. Know. <laughs> just embarrassing I, herself. Well, she wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't like a sport. Like she wasn't. Like she just enjoyed owning and like riding horses for fun. It wasn't. She wasn't like. Okay. Trot. Okay. I don't think <laughs> horsewoman is it, but but I I, I I'm picking. Now up I'm thinking out. of that video of who was it that you sent me? Who was it? <laughs> Kevin Hart and Snoop Dogg, Snoop Dogg. commentating. <laughs> on the horses at the olympics or whatever <laughs> i wish you guys could see there if you haven't okay can we like we link that in the show notes or is i totally so. <laughs> I don't think we can do that we don't own that content i've said um, enough to get a suit as it is i don't need to like add to it <laughs> okay go- guys google kevin hart snoop dogg olympic horse commentary you will not regret it um okay so we all try and link it on our instagram oh that's a good idea okay so yeah mary lou was like a really she loved horses her and jay who was Marilyn's stepdad um that loved horses owned horses and she had um like a prized rose garden which is like oh like and she used the horse manure to like of course she did this like beautiful rose garden and what i thought was kind of interesting and again i can't this is not an original thought that i had the prosecutor's podcast brought this up Mm -hmm. but what i thought was so interesting is that remember how i shared that the accelerant used to light her car on fire was like a very like abnormal like type of accelerant one possible like basically what they said was that this accelerant burned low and slow Mm -hmm. and one thing that burns low and slow is manure that's interesting okay my other question about that is that like okay she had to have been dead prior to her car being set on fire because if it's low and slow, yes, I would. I don't. But by that logic, yes, I didn't read that anywhere. But yes, sure. it was something. The fire burned so low and slow. I would imagine that she. It's not like just, she just sat in her burning car. Right, and was like, that she was oh, deceased. This is nice and toasty. Yeah, like Jesus, Sarah. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That was so. I'm so sorry. Oh, that was so inappropriate. I'm so um, sorry. But yeah, you know what I, I'm saying, like, yeah. That she was would have been deceased before the car was on fire. Because you were saying like the medical examiner couldn't determine a cause of death. Presumably, right? She would have had to have been dead, right, prior to her car being set on fire. Correct. Which, you know, maybe goes to the hitman theory. If she was shot, that would at least mm. be the same mode of death, right? I don't know. See, I was thinking, and again, like. I, I don't know, but like there was no bullets found or anything like that. So in my mind, oh, I'm like maybe right, right, she was right. strangled, which again to me points to someone that you're intimate with, someone that you know. Right. Right. But again, that's just all my wild speculation. So, yeah. so let me tell you this other thing. So that was kind of my first when I like looked more into Mary Lou, this idea of like she was loved horses, they had manure on their farm, maybe manure was used in this fire. The other anecdotal interesting thing to me, and this mm-hmm. comes from Marilyn. So when Mary didn't come home from work, Jay called Marilyn. Um, and I actually – I read that first he called his own daughter before he called Marilyn. Okay, Which Jay. I said, oof, Jay. Jay. <laughs> Tough one for a guy, Jay. Um, so – him and Marilyn like kind of set out to find her, right? Mm-hmm. And 
the way it's described, like where they lived, she could have turned, she would have turned right off their street to get to her office, right? Mm-hmm. But where her car was found was if she had turned left, right? So that's mm-hmm. part of the mystery here. It's like her car was not where it would have been had she been on her way to work, right? Mm-hmm. So they set out to look for her and Jay is driving Marilyn's in the car with him. And he turns left out of their neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And Marilyn's not saying anything. And sure enough, they're driving and they stumble upon the police response to this fire. Right. And that's how they find out that she had died. Oh my God. That's awful. Which is horrible. And in hindsight, Marilyn thinks, gee, I wonder why he would have turned left instead of turning right to drive in the direction where, like the route of where she should have been. Right. So, and again, legally disclaimer, Jay maintains his innocence and denies all involvement in Mary's death. Right. So this is all just... So, but that brings me back to, in both of these cases, I think there are good suspects, but I think that because people are so quick to be like, oh, Mary Lou, who could have done this to her? Who knows? But look at this other interesting Mary case, right? That like, they overlook the fact that there is a good, I'm I'm sorry, but there is a good suspect in the Mary Lou Morris murder as well. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think that discredits any, you know any idea that these are linked like that mm-hmm. completely discredits a hitman theory yeah i think i think so i think so too i think so too so is Which, that the side you're going to take on this yeah i think we take the same side i think it's re- number one ridiculous these aren't solved like i know give me a yeah. break yeah right yeah. come on that's ridiculous to me um i don't think there's not enough for me to tie these together mm-hmm. they're just you know I, it circumstantially maybe speculatively maybe you listen we could all sit around right armchair det- and armchair detective this to death right which is actually literally what we're doing literally what we're doing right now <laughs> I... <laughs> you know what i'm saying like yeah. yeah i think you can make the comparison i think you can make the tie if you try hard enough but like come on so Isn't what do you a huge disservice to both of these women like can um, we just yeah. fucking solve it like Well, so what do you think about the phone call to the Houston Chronicle? (sighs) (laughs) You know what I think? You know what I think that is? I think that is potentially whatever was going on with the second Mary. Mm -hmm. It was a way to distract authorities and the media about second Mary's death. Oh my god! I didn't even think about that. That it was like, um, remember the remember the case we covered about Sneha Phillips, mm-hmm. um, and how it was like if her husband did set her up, like mm-hmm. if her husband did kill her, then he was just like the luckiest man in the world that day. Yeah, yeah. It's possible that this horrible thing happened to one Mary, while whoever killed the second man oh i see yeah they were going to do it and so why not cause a distraction dude that's that's like fucking diabolical 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 (laughs) but you know what i'm saying yeah Mm -hmm. yeah shit i think that i think i had never considered that yeah i mean it's still unsolved no one's gone to jail for either one of these right right yeah I mean, according to Google, again, I <laughs> someone's going to be commenting and be like, 100%. 100%. Yeah. 
So let's wrap it there for the day then, yeah. my friend. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. If you loved it, please leave us a rating or review on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you are listening to this. Um, we would love to hear from you. Our email is in the show notes. Feel free to reach out. Follow us on social media. Um, we have an Instagram follow us there and you know we'll, we'll see you next week anything else there i think that's it thanks so much em this was great i loved it welcome back welcome, welcome back, back. We're welcome back, back. We're back. Welcome back. <laughs> well i'm emily and i'm sarah and this is sisters take a side